five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, so let's start with Tom Fishburn. Okay, so customer experience and shipping delays. I'm he just here with an update on some of your shipping delays. It's like, well, it's, you're a little late. I think that's what Tom's getting at here. Santa, if you were going to be that much delayed, then you should have let us know. So he said, MasterCard gave us a first glimpse of the holiday spend rose 8.5% over the previous year. Never mind that we were all locked down and everything was terrible. The biggest increase in 17 years because of the terrible things they did to the economy in 2020 that had very little to do with actually slowing the curve, flattening the curve. But anyway, it was better than expected, so that's good. And um, though e-commerce holiday sales were up a whopping 61% over 2019 pre-pandemic level, largely that was that was because they forced us to not be able to buy in stores for 2019, so that's no surprise either. You know, I always love these statistics that that champion e-commerce. Well, yeah, if you have nothing in the stores and you have nothing uh, you know, I mean, I started buying e-commerce on Land's End. This is Land's End. This is Land's End. Uh, when, I should get sponsored by Land's End. Uh, when, I started shopping Land's End basically when I figured out that they had uh, 32 neck, no, 33 sleeve, 14 and a half neck. Um, I got my mother's slender neck. Anyway, she told me I could never wear turtlenecks. I thought I should be wearing turtlenecks. Anyway, so if you go to a regular menswear store, they start with 15 neck and a dress shirt, and uh, they don't, that's it, you know. There weren't any in my size. So uh, I, I found out that when there is nothing in, in retail in a store, you might as well try online, and that's really what got me going repeatedly at Land's End. So the same thing happened in 2020. They shut down all the stores. What a surprise. E-commerce has been great, except when it isn't, like my wife trying to find the target shipment and other things like that. So shipping delays weren't as bad as last year, but delays may be out of a brand, uh, delays may be out of a brand's control, but how a brand communicates about those delays is very much in their control. I do remember the first time I bought from Amazon and it basically sent me an email said, "We have your order." Uh, then they sent another email, "We've shipped your order. You know, you can expect it in 3 days or whatever it was." And uh, I think they sent another one saying, you know, we think that you got it. What is it? Was it okay? That kind of thing. And I was very, very impressed. I was impressed with Amazon's attention to the communication more than I was to the product, the pricing, etc. Because you could usually get pretty much everything somewhere else. Although, and in fact, when Amazon started, of course, all these sold are books, and books are largely a commodity. You could go into any bookstore and say, do you have X book? And they would say, no, but we can get it for you. And it would take about the same amount of time as Amazon. Or you could call them up on the phone. And because I read a wide variety of books that are not generally in a bookstore, um, I would call the bookstore, and I would ask them for a book. And they would say, well, it'll be in in a few days, and we'll give you a call or whatever it was. And that's how I got started shopping online. Um, never mind that I was raised in a catalog home and that avail is available <laughs> on the website somewhere if you look up why I love catalogs so much. That's actually out on the WDMA website 
for the subscribers. Okay, then Navar, I don't know what Navar is, but said 36% of customers experienced substantial delays, yet only 19% were informed by retailers of those shipping delays. Um, you know, if you want digital transformation, forget about digital transformation. Just tell me when it's coming, and if it's not coming, tell me. Okay. What I really love, and this is the other thing, I really love when you upsell me and tell me there's a bot. <laughs> Thanks, Gilbert. Uh, you, you're a bot. I can tell. Anyway, I got bots on my show. They're mad at me because I keep exposing bot traffic. But if you looked in the comments on YouTube, I just got a bot message. The experience of getting a product is as important as the product itself. Isn't that what I just said? Yes, I think it is. Consultant Deb Gabor. We're going to have to reach out to Deb. That's an excellent point that should be made over and over and over and over to the, uh, to the offline guys, right? If I can't take it home in a shopping bag right now, then you need to work harder at explaining where it is and when it's coming. Okay, when brands have worked really hard up to, no, that's, I didn't agree with that. When retailers don't tell anybody, and then on top of that, they fall down on the shipping expectations, that's when those relationships are put at risk. Absolutamente. Right. Okay, so here's a couple of more cu customer experience things. I placed an order on your website, and it still hasn't shipped. It could be a problem with our web team, our technical team, our fulfillment team, our inventory team, our payment team. But I can't access their systems, so there's no way to tell. Aren't you all part of the same team? No, I'm only in charge of excellent customer service, which is why the brief time I was a VP of marketing, a couple of years, the brief time I was a VP of marketing, I made sure that I was in charge of not only the sales team, not only the outbound telemarketing team, not only the, the inbound telemarketing, but also the customer service people. They said, why would you want to be in charge of that? You know, that's usually uh, HR or <laughs> AR or something. <laughs> I said, because I want to be in charge of the customer experience. And too often the customer experience, the chief customer officer doesn't report to the chief marketing officer. And so we're on one end making promises about how great we are. And we're, we're not even aware that they're not keeping them on the back end. So I highly, highly, highly recommend if you're in marketing, get involved with the shipping and the notifications and place test orders all the time. That's one of the most important things you can do. You don't want to tell them you're placing test orders because they get touchy about it, especially if you're, if you're a consultant. <laughs> I've usually learned more placing test orders than I have almost anything else. Okay. Due to COVID, hold times may be long. Our selection may be limited. Our fees may be excessive. Our orders may be delayed. Our service may be bad. And then the customer says, "But wasn't all that true before COVID as well?" Um, well, we're in all. We're all in this together. Yeah, exactly. It was. Okay. So we stopped at McDonald's on the way home last night from Minneapolis, and uh, that's why I put this article in here. It was beyond bad. Uh, first of all, we get off the freeway and, you know, wanted to use the restroom besides get a burger. And it was it was drive through only. Strike one. And right across the street was a bar full of cars in the parking lot. 
<laughs> and everybody was having a good time. So McDonald's is needlessly annoying in that respect. And they had been needlessly annoying in that entire corridor between Milwaukee and Minneapolis. I don't know exactly why we went to a lot of alternatives, but for some reason there was a McDonald's where we got off for gas. And so then we, they don't have my, they don't have my McW anymore, which was like a mini Mc, a Big Mac that you could get two for five dollars or something. But they did have a a cheeseburger combo for two fifty. Of course, the French fries they charged almost the same price, the the small fries. So it ended up being about the same. I ordered an ice cream cone because I know that ice cream at McDonald's has fewer calories than does French fries. <laughs> We got to the window, gave him some money, and uh, he couldn't figure out the change. We said $4.02. Then he had to call his manager over, and the manager said, I've told you six times how to put in these codes, you know, in our hearing. So then we finally got our stuff, and we got our change, and uh, we drove away, and they didn't include my ice cream, which we found out about 20 miles later. Where's that ice cream I ordered? Uh, anyway, so we're going to call him and complain, but don't worry because McDonald's has completed this massive digital transformation, five consecutive quarters of sales growth in the U.S., which the company asserted was partly driven by greater investment and innovation in the digital space. Okay, well, as the previous article noted, just because you've got digital space does not mean that you can't put the right stuff in the bag and get change, make change and some other minimums. The customer experience, I said to my wife, I'm never going to McDonald's again. Now that's probably not true, but they don't have what I want. They took it off the menu. Oh, and the cheeseburger was really awful. It's like they had reheated the bun too many times in the microwave. You know how that gets, gets like this cardboard. It tasted like cardboard. Not even enough pickles or ketchup on it like the old days. Couldn't even get the, you know, the famous McDonald's taste wasn't even there. It wasn't even up to that. So that's what we got. Anyway, uh, I think we'll give that enough for, for, for customer service today. Customer service is everything. Customer service, I've always told my catalog clients, look, have deliver value. You know, fair prices. It doesn't have to be the cheapest, and it could be the most expensive. <laughs> you know, I worked with Hamaker Schlemmer for a, a while, and they are pretty. Some of the you can buy the same items on eBay, but people like but people like Hamaker Schlemmer because they have this lifetime guarantee on weird stuff. Okay, uh, I think they might have rescinded that on Christmas trees. People buy Christmas trees, and then they and then they want them shipped back, ship them back. <laughs> A light bulb came out or something. Anyway, I don't know. But, you know, they keep on going. They keep on plugging. So you can be expensive and you can have a good guarantee. Land's End, one of the best guarantees in the world. Um, but, you know, ship it. Make sure it ships in a timely fashion. I've probably helped, I've probably helped almost as many clients improve their shipping, looking at their warehouse and explaining how they have to do this than I have with their customer segmentation. It's really funny. How people, especially marketing people, ignore the obvious, the obvious customer experiences after the sale. 
It's not about the marketing promises. Have a great day. Happy New Year. And we'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye-bye. Oh, like and share. Comment. Even, you know, I didn't get any comments on LinkedIn today. Hey, hey, Peggy and Keith. I hope you had a good time with your move. Let's talk. Bye-bye.